I would like to thank the Lord for allowing me to, to be here on this holy Sabbath day and for uh, blessing me and my family. And uh, I certainly thank him for blessing all of you and your families and also those of you who will be uh, viewing this presentation by way of our website. I'm certainly asking the Lord to, to bless you also as we continue as a body in Christ to fulfill that ultimate goal to uncover the Lord's word that has been buried and concealed and, and actually trodden upon by the Gentiles for more than 2,000 years as it is depicted in the book of Isaiah chapter 24. We all know that they have defiled that everlasting covenant that God has given us. Today I have the opportunity to talk about faith, obedience, and sacrifice as they relate to God. And certainly we know that these three components, when put together, they equal perfection. And certainly perfection is what we want when we're walking with God, when we're serving God. Uh, Lord Jesus didn't say in Matthew 5 and 48 to be perfect even as your Father in heaven is perfect in vain. He said that because he knew that we could indeed do that. But let's take a look at faith. Faith defined. Uh, let's look at Hebrew chapter 11. Uh, I like the definition that the Apostle Paul provided. He said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I like to just edify that somewhat by saying, faith is sincere belief and trust in God. When you have faith in something, you believe in something that you cannot see with the naked eye or touch with your hands. It's not tangible. But although you cannot see it or feel it, you indeed know that it is there. And that is the kind of faith that we must have. It is sincere belief and trust in God that if we are obedient to God, we obey his law, then he will protect us and bless us, but also he will reward us by allowing us to be a part of his kingdom. Whether we stand on our feet or we are raised up from the grave. But Paul went on to say in this chapter, talking about faith, because indeed it is easy to say that you have faith, but the fact is you cannot please God without faith. Let us read that in Hebrews and 6. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. And so throughout the word and throughout this chapter, Abel pleased God by offering a more acceptable offering. He had faith that indeed God would accept that. Enoch was translated 
because he had faith in God, so he was obedient to his word. Noah had faith in God, and his faith was substantiated by works because he went on and built the ark as God had commanded him to do. But we all know of Father Abraham and the great faith that he showed and how it was accounted as righteousness unto him. Just reading an example, it says, By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whether he went. That's a common factor involved in faith. You know that? You don't know what is about to come upon you. You don't know what trials, you don't know what tribulations, you don't know what hardship, you don't know what adversity. But because of faith and because you believe in God, you trust in Him, and you know He knows what's best for you, you go about to achieve that goal and objective that God has established for you. And He goes on to say, By faith He sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country dwelling in a tabernacle with Isaac and Jacob, with heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which have foundation, whose builder and maker is God. And Abraham took that faith with him even when he fell asleep. And he's going to rise up with that same faith in him, knowing that God, although he didn't see the promise, that God is indeed going to deliver the promise. And that is the kind of faith that we all must have. Just reading and touching on some others here, uh, continuing on, it says, this is Hebrew chapter 11. I'm going to get, begin with verse 32. It says, this is Paul speaking, he said, And what shall I say more? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, of Barak, of Samson, of Jephthah, of David, also of Samuel, and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the violence of fires, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness, they were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. All of these things were done through faith in God. Women received their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. We talked about the woman that had the seven children. Believe me, she had exceptional faith to be able to see her funds, sons perish like that and to lay down her life indeed also. Listen, it says they were stoned, they were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword, they wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and in caves of the earth, and these all, having obtained a good report, receive not the promise, a good report through faith. But indeed, 
their faith was there with them and that faith is what is going to resurrect them as Job said he said he shall see his redeemer and so shall all of these now I must say that faith again has to be substantiated you can't just say you have faith I have faith I believe in God I trust in God but believe me that faith is going to be tried as it says here in the book of James but first let me touch on uh, the scripture in Corinthians because it is something that a lot of people like to cling to it, when it says for we walk by faith and not by sight and many people misinterpret that scripture because they don't feel that that faith has to be corroborated or substantiated by works and by deeds. And so, as it says here in the book of James, I want to read this scripture. It says, Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe in tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? And it goes on to say here at the end, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. And so we have to substantiate and corroborate our faith through our works. And do we make void God's law by faith? No, indeed, as it says in Romans, we establish the law. So let me conclude this section, this part, by saying certainly uh, we cannot please God again without having faith. And our faith in God has to be substantiated by works. And then later I will discuss obedience and sacrifices. I continue with this topic. Amen.